Welcome to Real Estate Coaching Radio, starring award-winning real estate coaches and number one international best-selling authors, Tim and Julie Harris. This is the number one daily radio show for realtors looking for a no BS, authentic, real-time coaching experience. What's really working in today's market, how to generate more leads, make more money, and have more time for what you love in your life. And now your hosts, Tim and Julie Harris. Three, two, one, and we are back. So a question that we have for you, dear listener, is how do you know if you're on track ahead or behind with your goals? It's easy to think that you're on track because maybe you just had a great month or maybe it's easy to think, well, you're not on track because you didn't have a great month. But guess what? Everything that you need to know as to whether or not you're on track ahead or behind for your goals for the year, it always comes down to, wait for it, wait for it, one number. And that one number, once you know it, is going to change the way that you think about real estate for the rest of your life. You're hearing this correctly. We're about to share with you something that is going to make it so that most of your real estate angst, most of the things that are you know, essentially making up your ridiculously long to-do list and the things that you think are important are all of a sudden going to go away because you're now in, you have a clear understanding of what matters most and it really does come down to one number. We're going to walk you through, well, Julie's going to walk you through all the details on how to actually go about figuring this out and the takeaway, and you hold me accountable to this, the takeaway is you're going to feel a massive sense of relief at the end of this podcast. That's right. So... Brokers, agents, listeners, how do you know if you are on track ahead or behind? This is a podcast you'll want to take notes because we're going to do some math here. Today, we're going to learn how to do some simple math so you can get into control for the rest of your year. Learn how to gauge where you are versus where you need to be using your own performance as a barometer. Now, this assumes that you set goals in the first place. How would you know if you're on track ahead or behind if you don't even have any goals? So we'll take an example of that math. But if you don't personally have a plan yet, it's time to get the real estate treasure map. All right. Now, how do you get the real estate treasure map? You want to do this urgently. Uh, Go to premiercoaching.com and just join. You can join right now for free. And the treasure map is one of the first things we want you to do to download. It's part of the, it's essentially one of the most important documents that you'll ever be able to download. And I'm not exaggerating at all. When you see this, when you realize what it is, you're, again, it all is part and parcel to giving a lot of clarity. With the clarity, knowledge equals confidence, ignorance equals fear. But once you have realized how simple, frankly, being successful in real estate truly can be, uh, you're going to have a massive sense of relief. And if you're feeling a lot of stress right now, watch how fast that stress goes away. Once you've actually coalesced your whole vision for your business down to one number, that all starts with the real estate uh, magic number, which is part of the real estate treasure map. So definitely download that. As soon as you join Premier Coaching, go to premiercoaching.com, premiercoaching.com. And also, uh, if you prefer, you can just text the word Premier to 47372. Either way, join today. It doesn't cost you anything. You will have instant access to that and a whole bunch of other stuff, including a daily semi-private coaching call. So just go to premiercoaching.com or text the word premier to 47372. All right. On track ahead or behind, let's take the case study, our favorite agent named Bob. Now, you're going to adjust accordingly for your own numbers, but first let's run through some of Bob's math. So we're going to do this in point format. Point number one, Bob is a real estate salesperson who has been practicing for about five years. 
This means he's survived the all-important first years in real estate and has figured out how to at least replace his old job with his new income as a real estate professional. So that's our assumption, right? Some of you listening, you might think you are Bob, right? We should actually, I, I can't help myself, but how do you know when you can actually go about doing exactly what Bob has done, where you can quit your old job and become full-time in real estate? Depending on your sale price, um, here's the answer to that. Julie's staring at me because I assume she's going to have, well, actually, I'll ask you. So what would be, your, when someone asks you, what do you tell them? Well, first of all, we do have podcasts about that particular topic. So if you really want to drill down, find that podcast, maybe we'll, we will resurrect that in the near future. Okay. So you need to have at least a six month reserve of your personal overhead. You should not be risking yourself, your family, et cetera, your future by, you know, maybe blowing through your savings before you figure out some things in real estate. So that's a minimum standard. And you should have had enough revenue coming in from actual real estate transactions uh, for three months in a row. So if your monthly overhead is $10,000, you should have at least $10,000 coming in every single month. If it's $10,000 coming in in February, and then it's $10,000 coming in in June, and nothing in between, that doesn't count. No, it you needs to be a 90-day runway. Exactly. So you two things, as Julie just expressed, you've got some uh, stakes in the freezer, right? You've saved up some money. So you've shown business maturity uh, in order to basically have savings and don't use debt. Don't, that's not a HELOC. Credit cards don't count. Nope. It's cash. So you've shown business maturity and your ability to actually save money. Number two, you've shown the ability to consistently generate revenue. So you check those two boxes and you're definitely ready to be uh, full-time in real estate. Now you can shortcut that if you have a super high sale price, you can shortcut that if you have a spouse or a partner that works. So there's obviously, you know, adjust accordingly, adjust accordingly, listen to past podcasts on that topic. That's right. Okay. So point number two, we're again, back to Bob. Last year, Bob sold eight homes, averaging a $10,000 net commission and creating an income of 80 grand for Bob. After taxes and expenses, though, he barely got by, really netting about 55000 Bob hasn't figured out how to, you know, watch his net yet. Bob's goal was not just to get by, though. Bob has goals. He's done the treasure map. He'd like to pay off some debt. He'd like to finally beef up his savings and take his family on an amazing vacation. He'd also like to find some predictability in his real estate practice. So let's go to point number three about Bob. Now, Bob is also a premier coaching client, so he used the real estate treasure map to set a new goal of increasing his income this year to $120,000. So he'll have to sell at least 12 homes if his average sale price and commission stay the same. Okay, point number four. Bob knows that last year, five out of his eight sales came from his database. He sold homes to people who already knew him or referred to him, and the other three deals came from his open houses. Here, So we're going to pause here for a second as they're writing stuff down. It's worth mentioning here, though, Julie. Yes. Um, first of all, most agents in the country uh, are earning somewhere around what Bob earned. So that's yes. the reason Julie chose that number. Number two, your number actually is going to be less in terms of the net. So in a lot of you guys... Uh, this is true, and it's shocking for me even to say it. I actually felt my uh, abdominal muscles actually tightening as I was about to th was I was thinking about what to say. Uh, but here it is: you guys will earn eighty, but you're only going to keep forty because you don't realize you're giving fifty percent to your broker, and that's before you actually then paid your taxes and whatever expenses mm -hmm. you have. Your largest single expense uh, in, mo for, in most of your markets is not even taxes. It's your broker. You don't realize how much money you're paying. And that's one of the, frankly, the biggest reasons why so many agents are joining Julie and I at eXp Realty, because they've actually taken the time to do the math and realize what they're paying. 
And if for no other reason that you're going to be able to put more net profit in your pocket, you definitely need to take a look at eXp Realty. In addition to all the amazing things that eXp will make available to you, like health insurance, like revenue share, like becoming an owner in the company. And Julie and I, frankly, it's one of the best business decisions we've ever made to align with eXp Realty. And we'd love the opportunity to earn the right to be your eXp Realty sponsor. Just text me directly. Well, actually, there's two paths. One, you can just text the letters EXP to 47372. There's some videos on there, some explanations of how EXP works and why you would, uh, would want to consider being sponsored by Julie and I at EXP. So text the letters EXP to 47372. Or if you're ready to join EXP Realty and you're looking for a sponsor that will definitely be proactive in your success, not just at EXP, but frankly, in life in general, Julie and I are formally applying for the job of being your sponsor. So if you've not yet chosen a sponsor, please do consider Julie and I, and you can text me directly at 512-758-0206. And frankly, you can message us on Instagram as well. So if you're ready, if you're looking for a broker upgrade, if frankly, you're looking to be like Bob and you want to have more net income, we've just given you one of the shortest paths to accomplishing that. I mean, hell, Bob goes to EXP Realty, frankly. He uh, earns $80,000. He'll have capped, paid his cap. Sure. And then now Bob's 100% commission. Gave himself a raise. He did. And so this is the, these are the types of thoughts. That On the same transactions. These are the types of thoughts that you need to be having if you want to take your business to the next level. And again, Julie and I are formally applying for the job of being your EXP Realty sponsor. Links are in the show descriptions. Links are down below. So just scroll below, whether you're listening to us on a podcast or on YouTube. Okay, so back to Bob, what he knows about his past year. Five out of his eight sales came from his database. Those are people he already knew or they already knew him or were referrals. And the other three deals came from open houses. Now, he knows that from doing the treasure map. So I just added a little bonus point here. Do you know where your business comes from? What's working and what isn't? You know, this is one of the things that our coaches do is we find out what has been working for you and have you do more of it more efficiently. Well, that's The treasure map helps with that too. Well, when you take on a new coaching client, Julie, yes. or any of our coaches do, one of the first questions that we always ask is where is your business coming from? Correct. And what's always interesting is how rarely an agent actually knows where their business comes from. Right, because luck isn't a category. Well, what you'll hear nowadays is you'll hear... Uh, if they if it's not just crickets, they're going to come up with an answer that they think that they've heard other people say. So they might just say Facebook or Instagram, or they're going to say my church or synagogue referrals. or mosque or whatever referrals, right? But you need to know exactly where the business came from and not just guess, because once you realize, this, say for example, you've sold twenty houses and you can go let's say you sold twenty houses in the first six months of this year or whatever. You can go through and you actually need to root out what the source of that business was. Don't assume it because rarely is, uh, is it ever social. But just because someone messaged you through Instagram or Facebook, that doesn't mean that was the source of the business. So if you just if you got the message from Facebook and you're now saying, well, Nancy and Steve mess, or, you know, basically came from Facebook because that's how they communicated with me, that was not the source of the business. That's just how they decided to reach out to you because maybe you were a referral from somebody they know from church. And maybe that person didn't give them their, your phone number, and so they just found you when they were searching on Facebook. You guys get it? So don't you have you always have to take the next step and drill down what the actual source of business is, and you'll guess what? Discover that it's almost always from uh, centers of influence and past clients primarily. And then um, if you once you start selling hundreds of houses per year, as some of our top coaching clients do, then you're going to start seeing it comes from. Maybe it's a relocation company, or maybe it's notice defaults, or maybe it's different sources of business start to supplement the primary sources of business. But again, drill down and actually know, don't guess. Exactly. Okay. 
So point number five, after completing the real estate treasure map, Bob realized he needs to have multiple spokes in the wheel. What does that mean? More than one or two sources. In Bob's case, it was his center of influence and open houses. But multiple spokes in your lead generation wheel means having more than one or two sources of new real estate business. Now, he sees that he'll have to nurture his database consistently and continue to approve, improve on his open house systems or spokes, but he also needs to add at least one more predictable source of business to increase his sales. Bob decides to be proactive in talking with owners whose listings expired. All of this language, you guys don't know what spokes are and whatnot. We've done countless podcasts on that. And also that's very clearly described in the real estate uh, treasure map that you get when you join Premier Coaching. And again, links are in the uh, everywhere on this post. Or as I said before, just go to premiercoaching.com. Remember, by the way, when texting um, any of the keywords like EXP or Premier, your uh, message and data rates may apply. Point number six. Point number six. Now, Bob has also figured out that having a magic number of active listings at all times, that is the number of listings he has to have at all times to meet or exceed his monthly goals that he set forth in his treasure map, that's his business plan, he has realized that he has to know what his magic number is to create at least one sale for him month in and month out. Remember, he has to do 12 sales this year. Since the average days on the market in Bob's area has increased from only 10 days to about 30 days, he now has to have at least two active listings at all times. So he'll either sell one of those listings or sell at least one buyer from those listings every month. And please do not count your pendings in that number. We're talking about active listings for your magic number. All right. So I'm going to share with you guys two stories. And Julie, don't let me forget the word, uh, the second one. It's going to be about uh, seismic shifts. Okay. okay. We, we need to do a podcast about that. Mm-hmm. We haven't done that in a long time. Good idea. All right. So here's the magic number. Here's the number. Here's the one number that matters the most. This is what we promised when we started today's podcast. And this is where if you're listening and you're opening your mind, the simplicity of this, this concept where you're going to have a massive sense of relief. Here it is. In every market in the country right now, you can have three to five active listings at all times relatively easily. I'm not overstating that. You can. There's so much opportunity out there if you actually know how to be a proactive lead generator. If you don't, well, then guess what? You're stuck with buying buyer leads. Otherwise, you're going to know exactly how to go after business. That is the primary focus in our Premier Coaching Program. So let's assume that Bob has... His magic number is essentially five. So Bob knows that in order for him, and let me break this down so you guys are really clear, in order for him to meet or exceed all of his financial obligations. So financial obligations will be his personal overhead. Hopefully he doesn't have a lot of business overhead. Then it's maybe, you know, frank, uh, family front, you know, lifestyle, things like that. Paying his taxes on time, stuff like that. Exactly. And then savings. So there, again, we uh, this is all very clear and easy to understand when you complete your real estate treasure map. But he's going to come up with a number. He's going to add all that up. He's going to come up with a number. He's going to know what his number is. And let's say for Bob, the number is um, he needs to basically earn at least $10,000 a month. I realize if you're on one of the coasts, it's more like thirty or 40000 a month. But we're just right. keeping the math easy, um, you know, just for the sake of explanation. So he has to earn $10,000 a month to meet or exceed all of his financial obligations. 2500 goes to this. 2500 goes to that. You guys get the idea. All right. So... Uh, in order for him to do that, he knows he needs five listings at all times. Why five listings? Because in Bob's market, and again, we teach you how to do this in the treasure map, he knows on average that it, uh, how long a house takes to sell. He knows the days in the market. He knows what the average commission is. He knows what the absorption rate is in that particular market. So he's been able to, it's not exact science, but he's been able to figure out that if he has five listings at all times, 
he is pretty much guaranteed to have at least one of those listings in contract at all times. Realistically, guys, you know as well as I, it's going to be more than that. But if he has five listings at all times, he essentially has a, you know, a salary of $10,000 coming in per month because at least one of those five is going to sell every month. You guys get it? That means that all of you, if you have a super high sale price and you don't have a ridiculously huge overhead, you can probably have maybe three listings at all times or two listings at all times. Once you know your magic number formula, once you know exactly how many listings you need at all times, that becomes your North Star. Everything that you do, everything you should do is leading to you building to and then maintaining that magic number of listings. Now, let's say Bob is starting from ground zero. He has no listings. He has no skill. He's going to learn those things in Premier Coaching. He's going to hopefully not take a lot of time getting ready to get started and he's going to build up to having a magic number of listings. In doing so, let's say it takes him six months to get to five listings at all times. Let's just say, well, he's going to have, you know, some of them are going to sell along the way. That's not a bad thing. And he's going to almost, it's almost like a funny game when you're doing this. Like he might have five for like a day and then three of them sell. And he's like, okay, I'm glad I'm making the money, but damn it, now I got to go replace them. This is exactly how coaching calls go. Exactly. But that's, this is the, this, guys, that's all that matters in real estate at the end of the day. Mm -hmm. The number of active listings you have. Why are so many of you so easily distracted with all the other stuff when you know what I just said is true? It's because you don't know how to actually have five active listings at all times. That's why. So you are very, very susceptible to shiny objects. But I'm going to make it super simple for you again. If you are in one of the coasts and you have an average commission of, say, 20000 and you have average overhead of, say, 20000 a month, which you probably do, and you have three listings at all times, you are pretty much guaranteed to always have one of those in contract. That means just listings. So one sells, you replace it. That becomes your life. Your life becomes a regimented, scheduled, focused effort every single day to proactively lead generate. And then once you build up to the magic number of listings, then you replace them as they sell. Which is actually easier. Hell yeah, it's easier. The problem is that many of you never actually move past the concept of I want to have three listings. Or ten. I mean, when Julie and I were selling real estate, we needed around 20 to 25 active listings at all times in order to meet or exceed our financial expectations. Now, we had big financial expectations for ourselves. And longer days in the market at that point. We did. For most uh, of it. Yeah, and a lower sale price too. All that's true. So pretty much everything's working against us, but yes. we did learn a hell of a lot of skills, <laughs> we right? We did. But the moral of the story is that is the thing that matters most in real estate. So if you were willing to accept that your magic number is all you should be focusing on, putting all your best efforts, what are you going to stop doing? What are you going to give yourself permission to never actually think about again? Here's what you're going to do. You're going to ask yourself, does doing X or spending money on Y actually generate a listing lead? Does it move me to the point where I'm actually having a pre-qualification uh, conversation with a seller? And if it doesn't, then don't do it. Exactly. Also, when you have your magic number of listings worked out, you have the option of referring your buyers to buyer referral partners. We're not talking about adopting a bunch of baby birds into your nest and calling them your buyer agent team. You don't have to do that. You can hand select your favorite agents, maybe in different areas of town, different price ranges, different specialties, and actually refer your buyer flow to them, hold them accountable. You know, of course, you're going to get your referral fees. And then maybe you only work with your repeat referral clients, maybe some high-end relocation, some of your listing clients who are also going to buy, but the rest of your buyers you can refer. 
So first of all, let's do the early warning signs podcast as a standalone versus yes. me talking about it now. All right. But I want to uh, share a story. I had this conversation um, two days ago. Okay. So here are all the deets, guys. This was somebody who was wanting to join with Julie and I in our group at um, EXP. Now, this was not somebody I was talking to for the sake of us personally sponsoring them. It was somebody in our group. So I have this agent, and this agent's a fantastic agent. Really kick at. I, I have a feeling he's listening to the podcast. He's going to know I'm talking about him, but I didn't ask this permission, so I'm not going to use his name. So he has a team, not a very large team. It was five agents, but they were very productive. And he was making a, you know, he generates a lot of, um, you know, sales every year, him and his team. Well, it turns out, okay, he wanted to go to EXP. His wife, who is part of the group, wants to go to EXP. But these three other agents that are working for him, they're all like, we like it the way it is. We, uh, we're not so sure. Is this for us or not? Uh, whatever, whatever. And these three agents were buyer's agents. And so he wanted to go to EXP, but he was worried that he was going to have to deal with the Palace Revolt and all these other agents for no particular reason didn't want to actually uh, move over. That This was a real conundrum with him to the point where it was actually causing him a lot of consternation. So I had a little conversation with him and I want you guys to very be very open and honest with yourselves, especially if you're thinking about forming a team or have teams. I asked them, asked him, how much money have you earned so far this year? And he told me. Uh, I asked him, how much of that money did you earn yourself? You personally, how many of that, that amount of revenue was from you? And he told me. And then I said, well, how much was, and you know, then I did the math and I said, so this amount was from the, your buyer's agents. And he, he said, yes. I said, so how much did you pay them? I'll, I'll just make it the numbers, guys. All right, so let's say it's $500,000 so far this year. Of the $500,000, $300 came from him. So he earned the money himself. And then the 200 came from the buyer's agents. Well, that sounds good, right? Well, the buyer's agents were getting a lot of their leads from a bot source. And so there was a referral fee of 30% on top of that. Not so unusual nowadays. A lot of you guys have made, you know, buying leads something that's, you know, expected and normal. Well, it's not if you know how to proactively lead generate. So I wrote that down. So it was $200,000. And I, uh, you know, this was in commission. So then I figured out what the uh, 30% off of that. So that's, you know, minus $60,000. And then I figured out, well, how much did you pay your buyer's agents? Well, this one's on this split. This one's on this split. This one's on this split. And okay. And then we did some more math and it turns out, here's what I discovered. He was making a total of $0 from his buyer agents, $0. He was making no money from the buyer's agents. And that is something I have seen um, over and over and over again. And this, the, and he was open to what I was saying. And I said, so why do you have these agents on your team? Well, I'll cut through it. The answer was ego because he didn't want, he felt less than if he didn't have a bunch of agents working for him. So when he was, you know, strutting around town, he could say, well, I have a team, a team, a team, a team. I'm, I manage people. This was a big deal for him. And it had nothing to do with money. It had to do with basically his perception of himself in the marketplace. The marketplace does not care if he had any team members. And it got even worse as I asked for more uh, details on these particular agents. One of them hadn't sold a house in six months. And he was actually listening to this agent's opinion as to whether or not he should go to EXP or not. I asked him, you tell me in what business on planet Earth where you're a quote unquote salesperson, if you don't sell something for six months, then anyone really listens to what you have to say. But even worse, you haven't already been fired. And it was just an interesting conversation. But one, like I said, Julie and I have had dozens of times especially over the last five or really seven years because the referral fees that you guys are paying because the commission splits you guys are paying to buyer's yes. agents. 
it is a road to making no profit off your buyer side transactions. And when you guys are ready to move over to EXP, we're, if you want to, we'll have a conversation about actually what's making you the money. And what's going to be making you the money, I'll just foreshadow what you're going to discover, nine times out of ten, it's off the listing side and it's off your own personal transactions. And it's something that once you let yourself be open to it, because what's happening in his particular case, those agents were in essence stealing from him. They were stealing his energy. They were stealing time to coach them and you know conjole them and all the rest of it. They were taking from his time he could have been spending with his family. They were taking time he could have been spending uh, maybe you know becoming a better listing agent. They were stealing from him and he was getting not he wasn't being paid a cent for it. And they were even stymieing his potential, his future potential with changing brokers. Do you guys get the insanity of it all? Now, why am I sharing all this with you? Because some of you are suffering needlessly because you've made your businesses and your lives way the hell too complicated. Use this recession as your opportunity to purge. Purge, you know, defective thinking, purge defective decision making, purge people that frankly aren't actually there to help you move towards the accomplishment of your goals. Your job in life as a real estate professional, broker, team leader, or what have you, is not to create a caring, nurturing environment that does not result in you generating profit, right? You're not running an adult daycare. So be very clear in your head. These conversations are not easy for everyone, but they're things that this economy conversations that, frankly, six months from now, you'll wish you would have had. You wish you would have had because then you could have made the tough decisions now. And guys, I get it. A lot of this stuff is difficult to do emotionally. But the reality of it is, is a future version of yourself is definitely going to appreciate it. And the future version of yourself, I promise you, more than anything, is going to love you. The future version of you is going to get a tattoo of you on <laughs> on, on, on its on the on future, its future ver- arm. On its, exactly. <laughs> Because you will really focused in on what your magic number of listings is. Because you'll know what your number is. Because you will not be easily distracted anymore. Because when someone you go to a, a conference or whatever and someone's talking to you about a complicated drip campaign, you're going to ask yourself, why would I spend time dripping on people that have already said no or maybe sometime in the future when I can just be learning how to go after the people that have their hands in there right now saying, yes, I want to sell my house. Do you guys get it? Stop making your lives so complicated. Stop making it, stop suffering needlessly, needlessly with all this, frankly, this think, these thoughts and these plans and these schemes that were never really, never really worked, but certainly didn't work to generate profit. That's why knowing your magic number, working your magic number, making sure that that is what your North Star is, will tell you, are you on track ahead or behind? That is the theme of today's podcast. How do you know If you're on track ahead or behind, well, it's because you have determined what your magic number is. And are you sitting there right now today with that number of active listings? If you are not, you are not on track. If you have more, you may be ahead. If you're at your exact number, and again, we're only talking actives here, then you, what did you do to get on track? What did you do to stay on track? This is why you have coaches to help you solve that issue. For example, let's say you guys want to have, you do want to have some buyer's agents. You enjoy that role. You like that uh, for yourself. It's part of who you are. Perfect. Just make it profitable. Here's how you make it profitable. Let's say you have to have five listings at all times. That's your magic number of listings. Hold all of those houses open every single weekend and make it so that the buyer's agents have to be really good at running the open houses, follow our you know, coaching program. Mm-hmm. They can generate their own buyer leads from your open houses. You never pay for a buyer lead again. And then you start making the profit that you've been pissing away on referral fees. Get this. It's going to get worse. I was just reading a post this morning. 
Many of the buyer referral companies, and we all know who they are, because, and they, this was a combination of agents asking lots of different questions and trying to figure out why the quantity and the quality of their lead sources that they've been paying for has diminished. And in that research, and I'm going to do more research myself, but I was reading about how many of those companies are going to start charging upfront fees for those leads. Now, why would they do that? Well, why would they do that? It's because they make their money up front whether you sell it or not. Exactly. So what does get, the quality tell you then? Yeah, it's crap. But I mean, yeah. it's, it, Julie, it's so much, it, you, this compounds. It's terrible. Because if you are, for example, you got in the real estate business. Oh, yes, I'm speaking to you, dear listener. <laughs> you got in the real estate business. You never learned how to be a listing agent. You never learned how to be a proactive lead generator. Um, and you're now basically thinking that buying business is the only thing you can possibly do. Well, guess what? The referral companies and the buying, you know, buyer lead companies, they know that. To Julie's point, mm-hmm. what they're going to do is they're going to raise that referral fee. And we've seen it. Some of you are suffering through this. You're going to start seeing referral fees that are going to be in the 40 percentile range. I've seen it. And I'm not saying this is a good or a bad thing, but this is the way it works with most relocation. What happens is if, say, it's a $10,000 commission, what's going to happen is you're going to end up making around 20 percent after the broker split, after the referral fee, and whether miscellaneous fees they slip in there. And here's what I know. And you guys know it too. There are billions of agents out there that will happily work for nothing, even though they'd be better off if they'd been greeters at Walmart. I mean, for the same amount of money and the Mm -hmm. time and the effort they put in to selling that house. That's because they've never learned how to be proactively generators. If you buy business, you're always going to be beholden. Beholden to whatever ebbs and flows happen to be, you know, on the minds of the people that are trying to essentially fleece you for that lead where you could go and generate it yourself. So yes, Julie and I are advocates of teams, but we're advocates of a specific kind of team. And that specific kind of team is called a profitable team, which some of you have not learned how to do. And we've just given you, frankly, the foundational uh, first step is knowing what your magic number of listings is and building to that magic number of listings. And guys, I'll give you a little, you know, maybe a little foreshadow into your future. You will do as Julie and I just prescribed, build up to your magic number of listings, realize how simple, elegant, beautiful, and predictable, duplicatable, yes. amazingly profitable your life is. And you won't want to do any of the other stuff because you now know how to make consistent money every single month. You're saving money. You're having a great quality of life. Mm-hmm. You get your life back. And maybe matter, matter of fact, you choose not to work with buyers anymore. Do what Julie said. Start referring those buyer leads out to agents in your marketplace at 30 40%. You know they'll pay it. You and become the purveyor of leads. I'm, all this should be obvious to you guys. Yes. This is the direction that the market's going. So guys, thank you for keeping this the number one listen to daily podcast for real estate professionals in at least the United States. We sincerely appreciate it. Guys, this market is challenging in many ways, but it's most challenging if you're not willing to do what you don't want to do when you don't want to do it at the highest level. Now more than ever, because things are so changing so quickly, embrace the fact that you can be successful in this market because you are you have 100% in your heart and soul you've you're in perfect alignment with your highest and truest purpose which is being of service to other people now if that's how you feel if that's truly what you're uh, vibing with then now it's your job to learn the skills to make it so you can be of service to more people guys thank you for keeping this number one listen to daily podcast for real estate professionals in at least the United States have a fantastic day we'll talk with you on the show tomorrow This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.